Right to Brighton is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spooky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll switch you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. You guys behind the mic right now. We are the guys here you want to be. We're going to go back to America and take the abuse. Do you really have to take the abuse? Well, we're going to take it. Do you, sir? Let me know. Are you going to take the abuse? We're going to get it. But guess what? No. One day. One day. This door is going to open. All right. Hey, uh, happy as always to be here. America's journalists right back where we should be. And you're either joining us from the OIWD studios tonight on Wednesday or you're one of our uh, Thursday morning commuters. Uh, And if you're one of the commuters, man, uh, I promise we're going to figure something out uh, with with the IG report that comes out tomorrow. Uh, but obviously, since it's not out yet, not much that we can talk about. Um, but we do have a lot of stuff. And with me, as per the huge, it is Spicky. What's up, Spickster? Same shit, different day. Uh, just saw Antarctica trending on Twitter. That's interesting. Apparently, it's Wait, melting three. Yeah, well, it's just bombing around. So it's melting three times faster than... Uh, than it was in the last six years or whatever. So I can't wait for them to blame Donald Trump for this. I just <laughs> thought I'd get that out there. That's fucking comical. I love shit like this where it's like, yeah, shit's melting. Yeah, that's what ice does. It fucking melts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it doesn't last forever. Okay. It, it, like it, it comes back. It does. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Al Gore's got to make a living somehow, dude. I'm sure we'll find out he's got like a, a new movie or book or something coming out or, mm. um, you know, I mean, that's fucking funny. So uh, it's making sense now, then. <laughs> like he's His book tour is just like, uh, yeah, we're going to blame Trump for fucking Antarctica melting. I saw Chelsea Clinton retweet it. So that's why I figured I'd uh, mention it. What kind of comical. Um, let me see if Al Gore is in the news at all, right off the thing. Uh, no, well, uh, I'm, oh, uh, no, wait, different person. Okay, yeah, no, he's, he's traveling around. Um, yeah, he's still doing that climate change bullshit, uh, running that, (laughs) running that racket there, that fucking liar, that fucking piece of shit. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, it could be worse. You know, Antarctica could be melting, or you could get slapped in the face with Jamie Foxx's dick. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which should not be a crime, by the way. No, I, it's, well, somebody on Twitter brought up the good point of like, if, okay, let's say that that happened. What was she doing down there anyway? <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, it's not like the guy just pulled his pants off, jumped up on a couch, and fucking smacked her in the face with his dick. I mean, there was like, there was a setup. There was a lead up to this. Like, it didn't just happen out of the blue. It didn't just whip. Unless his dick's like fucking three feet long. I mean, he's not gonna like reach her from across the room with the fucking thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like that. Uh, you remember the Boondocks episode, the R. Kelly Boondocks thing, and it like that has to go. It's like, you know, if I didn't want to get peed on, I'd just move. You know. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> 
didn't uh i don't know this one this one's from the root here um just you know our our, our favorite people uh over at the root um, best headline by the way fucking best headline <laughs> headline Jamie of Fox. the year. Jimmy Fox accused of slapping woman with his penis in 2002. <laughs> um, let's see. A woman has accused the actor and singer of slapping her with his genitalia nearly just it's it was weird. There was like uh, another article that was like um, uh, Jimmy Fox denies slapping a woman with his genitals. It's like just say penis, man, because it sounds just more weird when you were like with his genitals and his genitalia. Like it, well, it the- just seems weird. The first one I saw was something along the lines of uh, Jamie F- Jamie Fox slaps woman with his genitals, but he's fighting back, <laughs> or she's or he's he's fighting back with a lawsuit or something. It's like what the fuck? This is just the the best fuck. Like there is not a headline that I didn't see for this story that didn't make me laugh. It's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> Uh, TMZ first reported the allegations. Law enforcement said that the accuser told the uh, police last week that she and her friend were attending a party at the star's place in Las Vegas in 2002 when he tried to get her to perform oral sex. She claims that when she refused, Jamie hit her in the face with his penis. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, 2002 and you're just now like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that dick I got in the eye. Like, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I, I think I think she might be uh, full of shit here. Um, well, you I think. I mean, you know, I wouldn't put it past Jamie Foxx to like slap somebody in the face with his dick in Vegas, you know. But it, uh, why? I mean, why would it take you? Why would it take you like sixteen years to <laughs> to be like? Oh, now I'm mad about that dick in the eye, like. But I, I mean, it's uh, Ben Shapiro of all people actually had a funny tweet for once. Uh, he he saw it was like Jamie Fox uh, is is fighting back with a is fighting back with a lawsuit, and he goes, "Well, I guess it's better than fighting back with his penis." <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. I just uh, you know who is going to get me too to next? This thing is never going to go away, and it's just this is one of the funniest ones. Steven Seagal. Uh, was accused of setting, uh, resting his balls on some woman's head. Yeah, I saw that. That that's fucking. That's a hilarious joke, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, the the whole Me Too movement like emboldened these women to just come out and like they all they have a dream that like they were sucking Jamie Foxx's dick and he smacked him in the head with the in the forehead with his dick and all of a sudden it's like yeah no this actually happened we'll just. Uh, We'll make this reality. I'll get some money out of it. Like it is a fucked up deal. Uh, <laughs> but the headlines are so great, dude. Like they're fucking great. Well, they just remember- keep getting better and better. They're never going to get worse. You remember what happened when Aziz Ansari got accused of the old date rape, and that was like the first brown guy to get me tooed because uh, it was all Jews before that, and people were like, "Oh, rabble, 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 rabble," you know. Uh, I think I think people are just immune to it now at this point, so they're going to be like, "Yeah, fuck Jamie Fox," you know. Uh, which, I, I mean, I guess fuck Jamie Fox. I I don't know. I, the only thing I know about Jamie Fox is uh, he like did movies, and then he was um, he was on the he was on that Kanye song Gold Digger, and like that's I I honestly can't name a damn thing that Jamie Fox is in, but I know I've seen it. Let me let me pull up his IMDb here. He looks like one of the Wayan brothers. It, yeah, but he's not, you know. Yeah, it just looks like it. 
Uh, acts like it too. I think he's pretty funny, to be honest. I don't remember yeah. exactly what he's in. Uh, oh, he was on in Living Color with the Wayan Brothers. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I guess Django Unchained. He was. I didn't actually was, see that show, so that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know. He's uh, what was he in? What was he in? Uh, I guess he's got. They're remaking Spawn. I guess he's gonna be Spawn. Probably not anymore. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. It's in pre-production. I don't know. It might get to, might get recast. How, how much of this is just like Jews fighting with other Jews for cast members? Are like, no, you can't outdo <laughs> us with that guy. Fuck that. Me too, bitch. <laughs> like he's out of here. We'll just ruin this fucking guy's life. I don't want him doing that movie. We're gonna fucking lose out on that weekend. Oh man. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he was in Horrible Bosses. I remember that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he just plays Jamie Foxx in a lot of like music videos. Like, I I don't know. He's just one of those guys that like I guess has always just been around. He won an Oscar. He also has been uh, also has forty seven other wins and seventy nine other nominations. I mean, he he gets around. I just I I don't know. I don't know. I never really never really paid much attention to old Jamie Foxx. Really, I suppose I probably should. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely you know, no, even no if just Denzel. To, even if just to like, you know, make sure you, it's not like, you know, within slapping distance or anything like that. Um, but I, I mean, honestly, what a fucking funny story. Like you were literally in range of the thing with his. I mean, he didn't yank his pants off and chase you down with it to fucking whip you with it. You were in firing range. You put yourself in the line of fire. So like. What, he pulled his pants down and you were down there and you decided, nah, I'm not going to suck your dick and he slapped you in the face with it? That's your fault, not his. Uh, you <laughs> let him on. I mean, I'm not mad at him for that. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, I, I want to see this accuser. I want to know uh, I want to know what she looks like. That's what I want to know. I don't need to know her name, anything like that. It's just like, listen, what did you look like in 2002? Because, you know... Jamie Foxx was famous in 2002. So, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. If you're ugly, I'm probably not buying it, dude. <laughs> yeah, but how was that one of those things? Like, he bounced his dick off my forehead in 2002, and now all of a sudden I'm really mad about it. I don't know. Like, like it's a fucking long time to sit there and be thinking about getting somebody's dick fucking bounced off your forehead, and you were just, maybe she forgot. Maybe he gave her a concussion with the thing. <laughs> I mean, maybe he fucking smoked her with some serious terminal velocity and she just woke up out of a coma like, I, I remember what happened now. Jamie Foxx's colossal cock knocked me out and put me in a coma. <laughs> 16-year fucking coma. She pops yes. out just in time for hashtag me too. <sighs> Permanent mushroom tattoo. <laughs> well, dude, I know that we've talked about this before, but I hate that how like, all of these things like hashtag me too, hashtag March for our lives. You see all of that. You, they put the fucking hashtag in uh, like in the articles and stuff. It's, oh yeah. It's such a sign of the fucking times. Like what a shitty world that we live in where it's just like, well, I mean, do you really have a movement or not? There's uh, I, I don't, I don't see a, I don't see a pound sign in front of it. So uh, if you're not turning on Twitter, uh, it's not that much of a, of a movement. There is a kid. So you know, I don't know. That's where we're at. That sucks. Well, but. I had one journalist uh, tell me that I am 
newsworthy, but only because of the times we live in, the internet culture. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm newsworthy. Go ahead and write it. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. But that, he's right. I mean, that's what it comes down to is like the times are so fucked up, man. Like the internet basically is this gigantic mothership that every single one of us, we check into every single day. Everybody's on social media, even boomers, which I don't think should be allowed. I think after like 42 years old, your internet rights should be taken away from you, at least social media. Uh, But yeah, I mean, he's right. It's like, it's really fucked up, man. Like, the internet is a fucking strange place. Well, I mean, I mean, what do we do? Like twice a week, we fucking uh, we just like LARP as radio DJs, and we're like, we're here to tell you the news, kids. You know, and it's like, it's a fucked up thing. Is I know that we're actually a place that some people in in our modest audience, but sizable enough audience, uh, and I know this because I've been told this. Uh, we're we're like a place people go for news, and it's it's just uh, I, I want to get off of this ride, man. Like, what a fucking terrible, yeah, what a, a terrible planet. Like, yeah. shit. A, a guy, a guy who spent uh, a couple years calling Talib Kweli the N word is now one of America's top journalists. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fucking ride. It's funny. I, I just like doing it because uh, I like talking shit. I mean, uh, my my voice sucks. I'm not I'm not the uh, I, I do this drunk. I, I, the ones I do sober are fucking really shitty. But uh, I mean, if if you were at a bar with me right now, we'd be having a, a similar conversation. If you brought up something, I would <laughs> actually I would be far less censored at a bar than I am here. We, we'd have like uh, the bumpers and everything. I'd just be like, you know, like hold on, break music, go like load up the jukebox, you know, play some play some music. <laughs> just sitting there with my cell phone, it's like oh, Y W D presents. <laughs> just talking uh, shit, cracking open beer cans, and calling people the N word. Oh God, yeah, that's uh, well. Let's see, we've got uh, we got a lot of stuff. Um, obviously the Singapore summit, uh, we're going to talk about that, uh, the Trump doctrine, uh, and some stuff we have related to that. Uh, obviously it was the, uh, primaries in a few States yesterday. Um, we've got some Obama, some Soros, some stuff on immigration, uh, some stuff with the courts, um, and uh, some some stuff on California here. Uh, what do you What do you think? You want to go ahead and get the show on the road, there, pal? Yeah, it's probably time. You are now cordially invited to ride shotgun. In the smart car of hate. Buckle up, motherfuckers. It's right to ride. Obviously, it was an amazing and historic uh, summit in Singapore. Um, you know, I, I was up late. Um, you know, the uh, it was 9 p.m. when when Donald Trump and and uh, Kim uh, met 
uh, in this big ass, like, I think it was a hotel. I don't know. It was, it was some building. I don't know, but it was real fancy. You know, Singapore seems like a, a real fancy place. Uh, it's pro- probably a lot of whores and, and dirty places there, but, uh, you know, where they were seemed nice. And I hope Kim enjoyed his $6,000 a night hotel. Um, you're welcome. But it was, it was absolutely historic. And it was the strangest thing because I know everybody's made the joke, but imagine explaining to somebody uh, even just two years ago. It's like, well, uh, President Trump, uh, thanks to some of the efforts of Dem- Dennis Rodman, are uh, meeting with Kim Jong Un. Like you would never, you would never ex- expect that in a, in a million years. But the absolute madman, he pulled it off, and it wasn't just like a meeting that. Was I mean, it was obviously historic because no U.S. leader had ever met with uh, any leader from, from North Korea, but it went so well, and it went strangely, and that's really what I want to talk about um, because there was the, the, it was the 9 a.m. their time meeting, and then uh, 4 a.m. Uh, our time um, uh, press conference afterwards, and, and when they came out, I, I had to go to bed. I feel bad about this. They come out and they were like, it went, it went really well. Um, we're going to go to a signing. I was like, what are you, what, what do you, what, what do you mean a signing? What, the, what are they going to sign? Come on. That can't be it. Like, okay, fine, fine. Maybe they'll just, I figured, okay, they're going to sign something saying like we had a meeting and we both like each other. Um, well, it wasn't that as, as you know, uh, North Korea has agreed to completely denuclearize. Um, now, the specifics of that are going to need to be worked out. Obviously, it's a, a huge task. Um, and the only thing besides $6,000 a night for a hotel that the U.S. gave up was we're not going to do war games over there anymore, which we shouldn't have been doing anyway just because they're a big waste of money. And frankly, I mean, guys, don't get it twisted here. Kim Jong-un is a giant piece of shit, a dictator. He, he has death camps. He kills his own people all the time. He's a real piece of shit. But that's the Kim family. That's what they come from. And I think Kim Jong-un, and remember, he's the guy that killed his own half-brother and like all of these things. I mean, I don't know, I guess allegedly, but um, he seems to want to play ball, okay? He seems to want to play ball. And the thing that I noticed uh, the most uh, was something I hinted on, on, I think it was the the episode where it was just me, uh, Solo Energy. Um, It was a couple, couple episodes ago. Kim seems to like want authority. And I think that that's something that Donald Trump is, is giving him. He's kind of guiding him because the, uh, Kim Jong-un is half of Donald Trump's age. Uh, Donald Trump's his birthday is tomorrow, actually, or today if you're a commuter. Um, but, you know, he's, he's a young guy. He, uh, he, he seems to at least possibly want to turn his country around. And if you watch the way that Donald Trump kind of directed him and all of these things and, you know, the way he uh, handled Kim Jong-un and like they both seem to be having a real good time, honestly, like laughing and and all of this. They seemed like they they really liked each other. Now, one thing that I noticed um, was the night before uh, the uh, I don't know, president or whoever it is, the leader of Singapore took Kim around and like showed him the nightlife. People were taking selfies with him and all of that. Well, I'm sure that that was no accident given what we saw uh, the next day. Uh, I'll get to the video uh, here in a second that they showed 
Kim and his people on an iPad um, and then later showed us at the at the press conference. But when he came out, Kim wanted to see the limo, you know, so he like takes him over and he like, you know, shows him the inside of the limo and all of this. All of this is kind of a, a, a somewhat fatherly guiding type uh, type of thing. And mainly showing him like, look, if you play ball, Kim, you and your country can be part of the world and you won't have to rule over squalor. You won't have to be the only fat guy in your country. Like this won't last forever. Look at how much better it can be, you know? And then, yeah, bad things are going to come with that. I mean, they're eventually going to, you know, get McDonald's and porn and like all kinds of that stuff. But, you know, you got to take the good with the bad, Kim. Um, it beats getting nuked, you know? Uh, and that's another thing. All of this leading up to it was he had to be bitch slapped around a little. Nobody had ever done that before. Previously, it was just, oh, just ignore him. You know, don't do anything. But Trump comes in. He goes, sit your ass down. Okay, now now come here. Look, here's what all you can have. Are you are you, are you done? You going you gonna you know you gonna quit? Now there's a lot of work to be done, and denuclearization can take a very long time. It would be absurd to think that it's going to happen you know immediately or anything like that. But if he does cooperate with the U.S., then who knows? And you know they haven't launched any uh, rockets since September. They've already taken down uh, you know one of their. Uh, uh, launch sites there, or perhaps it was the rods from God, you know, whatever. Thank you, Thomas Wichter. But the the big thing to to focus on is the way that Donald Trump treated Kim, and the way that he uh, he showed him this like very cheesy fake uh, movie trailer uh, that you know was like two men, two leaders, one destiny, and like Destiny Pictures presents. And the reason is. Dude, the North Korean leaders, like the Kim family, loves that Hollywood shit. They had Dennis Rodman dunking a fucking basketball on this shit. They know how to appeal to him. It may seem cheesy, but that's how you get into the mind of Kim, and that's how you get him on your side. It may seem cheesy to us, but this is seems to be working and is, and is a, a big way forward. And we repeatedly see the left just going on and on about like, oh, Trump got played. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. What what did Kim actually get out of this? Oh, we're not going to do the war games, the things that we can just start up anytime now, and it doesn't really matter. Um, which you know, I mean, what the war games were, it was really like, okay, here's how we would invade that country. Like that's yeah, to call it provocative is is completely right. Uh, but what did he get? What did he get with like, oh, he, he's given legitimacy. Donald Trump met with him. Like all he got was like a, a, some video and some pictures and shit like that. What's he going to do? Is he going to take it back to his country and use it as propaganda? Big fucking deal. What would that matter? What would that matter? And this is the same media that is now saying Kim is an evil dictator. Kim's an evil. That was praising Kim Jong-un's uh, was his sister or something. Uh, for giving the side eye to uh, Mike Pence at the Olympics and all this. They were praising the North Koreans before. Oh, yeah, they're so great. They're so great. And I've been saying the whole time, like, you know, they have death camps, right? Like, that's, you know, they're pretty, pretty shitty people. I don't want anybody praising Kim Jong-un. You should be praising President Trump and Mike Pompeo. Holy cow. And the reason these things were so short, you never have a summit anyway, unless there's going to be some sort of it's, you know, might work out. But Mike Pompeo secretly went to North Korea twice. 
this is it's 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 looking like it's going to be good. I I'm cautiously optimistic. I mean, anything could happen, but um, you got to understand why the left is mad about this, and they would rather get nuked. And personally, I'd like to see him nuke California anyway, but they'd rather get nuked than see because Donald Trump. Oh my God, if he wins the if he if he ends the Korean War, oh shit, he's gonna get reelected, and he's gonna get reelected anyway. They're uh, pals, but you know we've got great things. We've got the remains of soldiers that are gonna be coming back that have been uh, that have been there, um, you know, for for years and years and years. Uh, I, I can't help but be mad. I mean, Obama never could have pulled this off, but I can't help but you know still just be mad about uh, Obama because of uh, uh, old Otto there. Um, you know, I mean that's that's horrible. I, I remember when that um, when they, when they first uh, sent it to him and all of that. I remember thinking, where the fuck is where the fuck is Obama on this? You know, but I mean, we've gotten we've gotten hostages out of there. We've gotten uh, we've gotten them in, to agree to denuclearize. Um, and we're not lifting the sanctions. We're not lifting any of the sanctions. We're losing nothing on this. I don't know. It must be a shitty time to work at CNN, don't you think, Spiggy? Yeah, this is this is an absolute amazing feat that Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump pulled off. For the left to sit there and spin this shit as, well, we gain nothing from this. Uh, we gained a whole lot, actually. We're not going to get into a nuclear war. That should really affect a lot of you fucking retards that live in California or sit there fucking autistically screeching like, ah, he's just, Kim's just using this for a propaganda measure. He's not going to get rid of his nukes. No, it's, look, there's still a deal to be made as far as probably UN weapons inspections and shit like that, kind of like, uh, the really shitty one that happened with Iran, but uh, that Kim wants to play ball. I mean, he got bullied uh, into a corner. Now he has seen what it's like outside of North Korea. I don't know if he's ever been outside of North Korea. Um, he supposedly uh, he may have got because it's not even uh, South Korea says he's uh, thirty four, and America, according to their documents, says thirty five. Uh, he supposedly went to school in Switzerland. Um, so, and, and then he, he has, um, he really recently went to China. Um, China. yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fortress of a country and, you know, I mean, if you're, if you're a fucking ruthless dictator like that, yeah, it's kind of, you know, dangerous for you to leave. And the guy's paranoid. I mean, he's paranoid as hell. Everybody talks about like, Hey, he had that little portable toilet because he doesn't want people examining the stool. Well, um, as Jay Fry told me, the U.S. president doesn't have a portable toilet, but, you know, they've got pre-approved things and somebody's got to go grab it uh, if it's not in the pre-approved thing, which, oh, God, like what a job that must be. That's that's terrible. You don't want to touch a, a – yeah, and, you know, Trump's got some, like, steamers, dude, like with that fucking horrible oh, diet. Yeah. Like, you know, that's just like – just old man McDonald's turd. Like, I mean, what a fucking job. I don't know. That sounds terrible. But um, – yeah, I mean it's 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 nice. I mean he uh, and it didn't cost billions of dollars or anything like that. We didn't have to pay him or anything, right? Uh, I mean, shoot, you know, I I don't know I don't know why uh, I don't know why Kim didn't do this sooner. He could have gotten a whole bunch of money and not had to do anything, you know. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah, it, it, the thing is, like, it, it, the whole th- it, it, it's like it's going to be like this anytime Trump makes any sort of a deal or uh, he does something that uh, he campaigned on. One thing I saw earlier was uh, I know Rachel Maddow talked about it how North Korea borders Russia, and uh, there's a bit of a conspiracy i don't remember exactly what it was she said but she's a fucking retard it doesn't really matter but i saw other people on twitter basically saying oh fucking putin praised this or putin had he had uh he had his hand in this deal okay idiots there's no deal yet um there's no there's no fucking deal it's it's uh they they basically had a handshake agreement. They signed some fucking bullshit papers. There's no deal. It's basically the, the papers they signed were basically, um, yeah, yeah, hey, let's not nuke each other and let's continue talking is what it is. That's all it is. Right. And well, I mean, he did commit to denuclearization and we've committed yes. to not do the war games. Uh, and he's, you know, given us the remains of, of the, the soldiers that died over there. Um, and he's uh, he's been invited to the U.S., and he accepted. So he's going to be coming to the United States. Uh, and uh, I mean, you know, if, OK, if you want to get on and I don't want to give the Spurgs a bunch of ammunition, but you know who else praised this? Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. I don't want the Spurgs to be like, oh, Jesus, it was the Jews all along. Ah, you know, this is just a good thing because all of these people live on the planet. Yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> You know, it's good for everybody in the world. Everyone. It's a good thing for North Korea to, you know, not have nukes or, uh, you know, to to get not be this just totally closed off uh, fortress country. You know, it's it's good. It's good for everyone. Um, And they actually have a lot of natural resources there that, um, you know, they haven't tapped into, which means they could actually end up being a pretty wealthy country. Now, I'm not sure about reunification of uh, North and South Korea. I don't know. Maybe that's in the cards somewhere within our lifetime. I don't know. But, um, you know, they, they, they could be doing a whole lot better than they are now. So I just don't see how anybody could say that this is bad besides, uh, you know, I, I just they don't want Donald Trump to succeed at anything. And what they're going to do, what I think is next, Vicky, is uh, they're going to be like, okay, this is good, but uh, this is this is Pompeo did this, you know, Mike Pompeo did this, which Pompeo had a lot to do with it. Actually, I wonder how much John Bolton even had to do with it. You know, um, he he played a part of being like just fucking nuke him. You know, his mustache senses are tingling, like he could just smell the the Korean blood in the air. But you know, he had something to do with that. Uh, but they're going to I, I think they're going to pivot to, OK, fine. This is a good thing because uh, what is it like 50 some odd percent, uh, like 54 percent say that this is a good thing. 54 uh, percent of the country say it's a good thing. Thirty nine percent say that uh, we're less likely to get into a nuclear uh, confrontation uh, with North Korea now as a result. Um, but I think that's where they're going to pivot to. They're going to be like, OK, this is this is great. But this was all Pompeo. That idiot Trump had nothing to do with it. Uh, that seems pretty likely. Um, uh, I, yeah, I'd actually, that, that, that kind of makes sense. Uh, and then I see Nikki Haley for whatever reason, getting some sort of fucking credit for it. Cause she seems to get credit for everything, no matter what, even though it has nothing to do with the UN, but, 
Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of a wild deal. I think that the left is entirely in shock. Like uh it's one of those things where they're just looking at it and they can't really say anything bad about it, so they're just going to start making shit up and just doing what they've been doing all the t- all along and screaming Russia, Russia, uh fucking all sorts of shit. Now, North Korea sucks. It's a hellhole. Kim Jong Un is a scumbag. Uh, I'm surprised there aren't more people like still shouting for like part of the deal for him to step down or whatever. Listen, this is a stepping stone. I honestly think that, uh, what, what it's going to come down to is once he kind of gets out of his shell, once he realizes how great things can be, he does have, I mean, there's a lot of coal there where there's fucking coal, there's diamonds, uh, I think once he realizes how great things can be and he doesn't have to fucking live in the fucking 1800s, I think it's going to change quite a bit for him. I mean, it, it was probably eye-opening for him to to just see anything aside from that fucking hellhole. He sees the same shit every day. He's not invited to this shit. Uh, he's, he's an angry little motherfucker. Or at least portrayed to be. I mean, realistically, we don't know that for a fact. Luck, it's lost in translation. It is state. He, he kills his own family, dude. Well, that's fine. I don't like he he <laughs> purged he quote unquote purged the hardliners uh, within his uh, kind of his government there, uh, which well, is a good sign for us. But what do you think purge the hardliners mean? I wonder where they ended up. It's not like he was like, okay, go ahead and Listen. go back to the He was like, you guys want you guys want to kill me. I know you want to kill me now. You get dead over there. You shoot that in the head. Feed them to the uh, feed them to the dogs. Listen, I'm not defending him. I'm like I wouldn't be mad if Trump had that done to traitors here and the FBI and shit. I wouldn't be mad. I, I well, just these wouldn't. Weren't, these weren't necessarily traitors. These are just people that like he doesn't agree with anymore. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Good, whatever. Uh, less votes for Hillary, I guess. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, and I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, I think it's going to be kind of eye-opening for him to like uh, to get to interact with other countries and actually have fucking trade. Besides, with I think it's just China was the only country. Russia, they had trade with a few years ago. I don't think they still do, but. Uh, I think Russia basically said, no, we're not getting involved in it. We're not being involved in this anymore. So I thought it was just China. And then China pretty much got bullied into saying, eh, no, we're all set. So, it, it, I mean, I think it'll be different for him. I mean, I, 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 I'm I, not going to sit here and say he's going to become this great fucking person and North Korea's problems are all going to be solved by this. But I think, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to change him for the better. Yeah. I mean, it definitely will. It's gonna. It makes the whole world uh, a lot better place without having a fucking maniac with fucking nukes who is yeah. ready to launch them at any time. I mean, the guy gets drunk and just says, "Fuck it, launch them. I don't care." I, which I assume that's where all their fucking testing came from. He's just hammers like, "Ah, <laughs> eh, fuck it, smash that button, dude." We got Xboxes. He doesn't have that. Keep that in mind. He's just <laughs> smash that fucking red button. Oh God. I don't know. I'm I'm excited about it. Um, you know, it's something we gotta keep an eye on and it's something that's gonna be ongoing. Um but I don't know. I'm uh yeah, I'm 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 pretty uh pretty stoked about it. This is right to Biden. At least listen to a podcast on the internet. 
Jeffrey Rosenberg from The Atlantic wrote an article uh, called A Senior White House Official Defi- uh, Defines the Trump Doctrine. And I'll, get to, I'll tell you what the, the Trump Doctrine is uh, in a second. Um, but this whole guy, this whole thing, this guy is trying to understand what the Trump doctrine is. And he, uh, he gets a few, uh, he's like the third best encapsulation of the Trump doctrine as outlined by senior administration, uh, administration official over lunch a few weeks ago is this no friends, no enemies. The official explained that he was not describing a variant of, uh, the real politic notion that the U S as only shifting alliances, not permanent friends. Trump, this official said, does not believe that the U.S. should be part of any alliance at all. We have to explain to him that countries uh, that have worked with us together in the past expect a level of loyalty from us, but he doesn't believe that this should be a fa- that this should factor into the equation. Cue Justin Trudeau's tears. Um, and funnily enough, I got, I got into uh, an argument. Well, I mean, it was a friendly argument with with Rock last night. Um, you know about the whole. Um, uh, uh, the whole, the whole thing. Um, uh, we were just arguing about, you know, the, the G seven and, you know, whether or not Trump had screwed up. Um, but we're going to have, we'll, we'll have to have him on sometime. Cause he, uh, he's got some interesting theories on trade. Um, good guy. I like rock, but, uh, you know, he has a, the second best was permanent destabilization creates American advantage. The official who described this to me said Trump believes that keeping allies and adversaries alike perpetually off balance ne- uh, necessarily benefits the United States, which is still the most powerful country on earth. Uh, they'll see over time that it doesn't pay to argue with us. Okay. But here's the one. The best distillation of the Trump doctrine I heard, though, came from a senior White House official with direct access to the president and his thinking. I was talking to this person several weeks ago, and I said, by way of the Trump doctrine, Trump doctrine and by way of introduction, that I thought it perhaps may be too early to discern a definitive Trump doctrine. No, the official said. There's definitely a Trump doctrine. What is it? I asked. Here's the answer I received. The Trump doctrine is, we're America, bitch. That's the Trump doctrine. And I love this. He goes on, Obama apologized for everyone to everyone for everything. He felt bad about everything. Uh, uh, you know, he said that he doesn't feel uh, like America needs to apologize for everything that, or anything that it does. We're America, bitch. But we're, you know, uh, but as we're America, bitches, uh, whether he is aware of the 2004 uh, Team America World Police movie, America, fuck. Yeah, we're we're all, you know, we are all readily aware of that uh and he said of course uh the president believes that we're america and people can take it or leave it and you're goddamn right we're america bitch that's the best way to describe the trump doctrine that is uh something we're gonna really be uh i i think i think spiky i think this describes our uh the 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 right to brighten doctrine as well uh which is you know, we're like, don't fly any foreign flags. Don't stand up for any of these other people. Just stand up for America. Listen, we're the good. We're, you know, take it or leave it. You, we're America, bitch. And the whole world realizes that. And we've been taken advantage of for far too long. Just for far too long. And in comes Donald Trump, a guy who's not trying to make it all fucking complicated and just goes like, no. I mean, th- look, like we've done enough for you. We've done enough for the for the whole fucking world. And, uh, well, you know, it's, uh, time to, uh, you know, t- time to just take it, take a nice, uh, a nice deviation from, uh, what we've been doing before, because 
no, uh, no American leader has come along and said like, Hey, um, you guys need us a lot more than we need you. And they all know that the whole fucking world knows that we're America. Take it or leave it. If we don't like the deal, we're going to walk away from it. And that is the type of leader that Donald Trump is. And that is amazing. There, there, there will not be a president like Donald Trump for a very long time. These leaders come along once in a freaking few lifetimes. And it's just, I mean, it, it, it encapsulates just the whole strategy of someone actually standing up for America instead of apologizing for it or treating it as just some uh, bullshit uh, global mall we gotta we gotta make sure that we're 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 right on trade, that we've got jobs for our people, that we're not getting into useless wars for other people, which stop it right there, Spurgs. What war has Donald Trump gotten us into? He hasn't. At least not yet. I mean, I don't know. We haven't gone to war with Iran, haven't gone to war with Syria. The close calls, you know, or at least so we thought. But I mean, if you don't know by now how Donald Trump operates, then I don't know what to tell you. I just love it, Spicky. I think it's the best damn thing. We're America, bitch. Yeah, that's uh, everybody who listens to this podcast and uh, so many of these shows that uh, promote American values. That's exactly how you should feel. That is exactly what you should be saying. Why should you give a fuck about Syria? Why should you honestly give a fuck about North Korea? Why should you give a fuck about Europe? Because that's where your ancestors came from? Uh, I don't give a fuck about Europe. I don't. Um, I care about where I live. I care about the, uh, the, the country that I put in my hard work for. That's what I care about. I care about the country who should care about me. Uh, this is fucking great. I don't know if... I mean... Did, We've we've been fucked on so many trade deals and so many fucking wars we've been dragged into that aren't ours. It's it's long past due for a time for some serious fucking change. That's what we're seeing right now. Uh, you could argue uh, the border wall hasn't been built yet. Okay, yeah, I get it. Um, it's being built. It's it is, and and the thing is, it's. <laughs> It's not it's it's not going the way people want, so they're still going to bitch about it. But the, the the fact of the matter is that's that's minuscule in comparison to spending fucking trillions of dollars in another fucking war that we would have been wars plural most likely had Hillary Clinton been elected. You wouldn't have ICE deporting uh, illegals at a fucking staggering rate. You wouldn't have these statistics that come out that tell you how many fucking illegals are actually being imprisoned in border states. You wouldn't have this stuff. Uh, this is something to be very thankful for. This is somebody who cares about the country not lining their pockets. Leftists, who you claim to think that he's just doing this for all sorts of fucking money, doing it to tank the media so he can start a media company. <laughs> That's my favorite uh, yeah, and, and then, like, he's going to get out of office, and all of a sudden, like, Putin's going to give him fucking $6 trillion for his efforts for helping Russia. Like, you people are legitimately fucking retarded. 
legitimately fucking retarded. That is the dumbest shit ever. It just doesn't stop. Like, be thankful for what's happening. This is for the betterment of the country. And you fucking morons just keep ignoring it and get it, trying to sidetrack it. But, hey, you know what? Keep fucking doing it because it's wonderful. Because I'm going to love having Trump reelected in four or two more years. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that, you know, that really goes for all sides of any of the whole like Trump thing. It's like, it's fine to criticize the guy. He does some things that I don't like, but uh, I believe that he's doing everything that he can. And, you know, we got to remember, we got to remember. And I know that the OIWD guys know this. You got to remember, guys, you got to, you got to be, uh, you can't just be short sighted. Like everything doesn't happen at once. Uh, there's the way things are going. I think we're going to get uh, wall funding um, at, uh, by the end of the year, which will be great. You know, um, that's uh, something we're going to be talking about later, actually. But I believe that uh, later, later in the uh, uh, in the second hour. But uh, I, I completely think that uh, it's. I think the thing that pe- that peeves off leftists, which uh, or they're not even leftists, they're just the neoliberal fucking turds, or you know the hashtag resist. All of those guys are like, uh, you know, they 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 got fucking Joe Kennedy in there, who's like not even voting correctly. He's like, oops, I voted the wrong way. Um, you know, and getting like called out on the Twitter for it. It's pretty funny, but it's undoing the legacy of that black guy that we run, let run everything for a little while. Uh, and this is uh, this is at the bottom of this uh, Jeffrey Goldberg article for The Atlantic. People criticize Trump for being opposed to everything Obama did, but were justified in canceling out his policies. Uh, there's the Obama doctrine and the fuck Obama doctrine. We're the fuck Obama doctrine. And. It's it's nice. It's nice. It's going to take a lot of time to undo the damage that that black fellow that we let run everything for a little while uh, did, you know, and I, 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 uh, I mean, I wish there was a wall today, you know, but it takes funding. You got to do you got to do it the right way. Even with the North Korea thing before there's any official deal, Trump said he's going to he's going to run it through Congress. He's not just going to do it. He's going to run it through Congress. because He's got to do it the right way. So I don't know. Uh, I like it. I like it. It's uh, uh, it's good stuff. It's real good stuff. Um, let's see. Yeah, we can do. Let's see. Can we do one more? Yeah, we got to do one more segment before the break. Um, this is Right to Bryden, the number one ADL Honey Pot podcast. So uh, there were the primaries in a uh, few states um, uh, yesterday, and one of the greatest things to come out of that. Suck it, Cassie Dillon. Corey Stewart won his primary. So he's going to be facing off uh, against Tim Kaine, uh, which which will be, you know, pretty fun. I think he, he might have a chance. Virginia is a pretty liberal place, but you got to remember the votes are there. Uh, Obama, or, um, Hillary just barely won Virginia in 2016. So the votes are there. And Corey Stewart is a very... Uh, Trump guy, you know, he's a, uh, he's a, he's a lot of the, uh, further right folks like him as well. Like he stood next to Confederate flags and everything about that. He's all like into the Southern pride, even though he's from like Minnesota or something like that. But you know, he, he, he lives over there now. Um, and this was, this was good because we're seeing, we're seeing more of this. And, and who was it? Uh, uh, fucking Sanford, um, who Trump said would be better off in Argentina um, <laughs> three hours before the polls closed. Uh, he, uh, you know, he, he's, he's in trouble now. 
you know, he's not, he, he uh, you know, uh, he got, he got beat. So he's, you know, I don't know. He's got to look for a new job. It was, it was a fine day. It's been a fine day for the GOP, uh, for Donald Trump, uh, for me, for you. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm just absolutely loving it. We're seeing more of these, uh, uh, more our type of, uh, you know, populist, nationalist, uh, American, uh, you know, America first candidates. And I, I, I can't help but, I can't help but really think that Corey Stewart might have a fucking chance. And that, that I, I want to, I want to see Tim Kaine gone. Dude. Can you imagine? I mean, Tim Kaine's not well liked because you got to remember, like a lot of people that like Hillary think that he helped blow it for Hillary Clinton because, you know, she's without blame. It's this, that or the other. Uh, I'm not sure if she's come out and blamed him or not. But you remember how weak his debate against Mike Pence was and how like, yes, yeah, he has that child molester face. Tim Kaine's a creepy dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a real creepy dude. That's exactly what I was going to say right and before. And his son you is a like, fucking Antifa, dude. Yeah, yeah. So. This guy, he's uh, literally retarded, looks like a fucking pervert, and uh, I, to me, he would have been the first guy I blamed, not everybody else if I was Hillary Clinton, but man, would it be nice to see that fucking moron removed from office. I don't ever want to see this guy again. He just, I get bad vibes from him, like real bad vibes from him. He's... He's a really weird motherfucker. Like when he smiles and shit, like kids are going to heaven, man. Like it's, it's a really weird fucking thing. Like I, I can't stand looking at the guy. He's, he's fucked, but he's also, I mean, he, his, whenever he did a debate or any sort of public speaking, like I watched a lot of his, you know, his, his fucking, his tours where they did rallies and shit. And, just listening to him talk, he had this deer in the headlights look where like is like, what the fuck am I doing here? And then he'd say something just completely fucking stupid and it'd be like, Yeah, yeah, now I know what you're doing here. You're a fucking Democrat. <laughs> the guy's the guy's a real dweeb. Um, oh yeah. And I, like I it just um I'm not sure if it was real or not. The uh, uh, do you remember the audio of supposedly like him yelling at his daughter or something that came out? I'm not sure if that was real or not. No, I don't. That was not his daughter. That was uh, Alec Baldwin. I uh, no, because that was a Tim Kaine thing. I don't know if that was real. No, or not. that was that was Alec Baldwin. I know the guy who did that. That was a oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> yeah. thank goodness. Yeah. That was a uh, that was a uh, it was one of the Baldwins. I'm pretty sure it was Alec, but yeah, that was. Uh, Thank God. Not Tim Kaine. And then, so like, that was, that was the thing like in Congress where they were talking about like the fake news and shit, right? Where they played that and they're like, or he talked about it. He didn't, they didn't play I did not it. remember like, that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It was the same <laughs> one where they posted, they had like a giant cardboard cutout of like the, the Rick, one Ricky Vaughn meme. They're like, yeah, this is typical fake news. And Tim <laughs> Kaine was talking about the thing where he's like, I've been accused of abusing my daughter and uh, it was fucking hilarious. Like it was all of our memes and like this congressional testimony just being paraded around. Like there's audio, there was fucking screenshots of tweets and shit. Like it was How did I wonderful. not see this? <laughs> it was fucking wonderful. Like, they, yeah, they had a Ricky Vaughn meme like this. 
It was, it was like a four by eight sheet of plywood they had like picked up with like a like a Ricky Vaughn fake news post. It was fucking glory. Oh, I don't remember exactly what it was. I wish I did. But it, I'm sure if you I'm sure if you Googled it, it would come up. Like it was it was so fucking wonderful. But yeah, like he he had talked about that publicly. That was definitely Alec Baldwin. I know the guy who made that meme, and it was fucking priceless. Oh, Shout out man. to the uh, OMFGNN. The news network of the past, I guess. I don't think it <laughs> exists anymore, but what a fucking epic meme that was. Oh, man. Uh, Did you fool it. dummy? <laughs> yeah, I, it's true. Yeah, no, I, um, because I, I, I didn't pay much attention, honestly, to Tim Kaine. I was so much to uh, work with, with like, you know, Clinton. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, has Clinton blamed Tim Kaine at all? I mean, she's blamed everything else. Like she's blamed being, she's blamed capitalism at this point. She's blamed everything. Um, she, she blamed, you know, the Russians and like white people and uh, women for not being smart enough. Uh, uh, I mean, it, she, uh, Comey, I mean, everything, which, oh man, I cannot wait for that fucking IG report. Uh, yeah. I don't know if she's blamed Tim Kaine though. I would imagine she had to have. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I think, I think, uh, I, it, it's kind of weird. I, I get this feeling that if she blames Tim Kaine, it, I mean, first of all, he'll shoot her. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be the other way around. He's going to say something back and she'll have him shot. But also that's really bad for the democratic party for her to do that because they are just going to completely fucking undermine him if that happens. So I guess we'll see. I don't think it's happened. Uh, ideally it happens while he's campaigning. That would be fucking triumphant. Uh, well, but I don't think it's, it's going to. I mean, I don't think gonna, she has. I, well, it's going to be great. Is uh, old Timmy Boy didn't have as much time to campaign uh, because old Turtle McConnell's keeping him, uh, uh, keeping him in August for a little while. So, you know, uh, things looking good for Corey Stewart there and uh, Frittata. He uh, he lost. So suck at Shapiro, suck at Daily Wire, and go ahead and suck at you. Select Cassie Dillon. But this is this is funny. I'm gonna play the ad. Uh hopefully we're gonna um hopefully uh by next Wednesday we're gonna have because my computer's dying, guys. Uh we're gonna have a a better uh computer doing stuff. So we'll be for those of you that are are listening live, you'll also be able to see when we play things like this. Uh we'll have the video up as well. So um, you know, we're 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 trying to do we're trying to do good things for you. If you've been listening for a while, you know you knew that we were going to take the show live, and then look at what we did. And then, uh, so it's we're going to up the live production of it as well. But so there's this guy. Uh, he's a Colorado Democrat uh, for the uh, sixth uh, district over the sixth congressional district. Um, Levi Tilleman. He's a progressive candidate here, and uh, yeah, he advocates for gun control by by pepper spraying his eyeballs. Uh, in an ad, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and listen to it. Um, I actually have not had a chance to watch this yet, so uh, this will be interesting. In just a few years, he'll be in school, and Donald Trump wants to give his teacher a gun. It's an Asian. Uh, they got they got it's they're Asian. More students have been. This is a black guy. Killed in school shootings in 2018 than U.S. troops in combat operations. That's not true. <laughs> it's not true. We need common sense gun control, but that's not enough. There are 310 million guns in the U.S. and millions of assault-style weapons. I'm Levi Tilleman, 
Washington needs more doers and innovators. That's why I'm running for U.S. Congress. I'm calling on Congress to stop talking past each other and try something new. Empower schools and teachers with non-lethal self-defense tools like this can of pepper spray. Pepper spray doesn't cost much, and it can be safely stored in a break glass in case of emergency cabinet. But it's powerful and won't accidentally kill a kid. Trust me, this will stop anyone in their tracks. <laughs> it's incredibly painful, and now I just can't see anything. He sprayed himself with a hose. There are more than three million guns in the U.S. Okay, I, I think we're good. Um, wow, that's intense. For less than one dollar per person in the U.S., we can have a secured canister of pepper spray in every classroom in America. It's just unbearable. It's like lava in your eyes. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, was that that's, was that that's name a, extreme at the end there? That's, that's <laughs> just like one of his fucking troll voices. That's great. Uh yeah. So that um, that's uh, you know, he's he's really um, I I don't know, I don't know, Spicky. I mean, we saw we didn't talk about it. We saw the uh, the other Democrat thing. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I talked about it. Maybe you were gone. I don't remember. Uh, the other the other Democrat ad where it's the gay guy and he was like, and this will really tick off Donald Trump. And then like they, they, he kisses his husband or whatever. The Democrats are really just going all out with a lot of these ads here. They're just. I think they've all lost their fucking minds. Like this is uh, you're pepper spraying yourself and shit. Like that's. Uh, I mean, that's one way to do it, dude. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that is brave. Uh, that's fucked up. That's pretty hilarious, though. Uh, they have lost their minds, though. I mean, oh, is this man. really, like, like, hey, yeah, fuck your guns, man. Uh, when you want to go hunting in the fall, take this can of pepper spray out and uh, stab the fucking thing after you pepper spray it or something. Well, I like, too, how he totally misses the point that, you know, you could probably still just spray a bunch of gunfire uh, if you can't see, you know? <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Unless you're Thomas Wichter and you're, like, planning to take over the world with a revolver. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I just, I don't know what these people are doing. I, I, I don't know what these people are doing anymore. Um, so we are about, uh, we're about at that one hour mark. So we're going to go ahead and, uh, hit a break real quick and we will, uh, we'll, we'll see you uh, on the other side here. OIWD presents right to Brian, 100% correct. 70% accurate. Our boy George Soros is real upset and not just about the weird bags that he has under his eyes, which what is up with that? The guy looks like a jack-o'-lantern. It's weird, right? Like it's weird. I mean, that's not that's not just normal aging. That's got to be a side effect of thyroid issue. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I was going to say he like, you know, 
uh, eats babies or something like that and like ran out. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, oh man, he's just got a weird thing. D- am I right though? He kind of looks like a fucking jack-o'-lantern. Like, is that a good description of him? <laughs> like it's. I think yeah. I'll make a George Soros jack-o'-lantern this year, but yeah, I think you're right. Like it is the wrinkliest, ugliest fucking face. He is evil looking to the core. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's an evil man, but yeah. he, uh, He's he's upset, Spicky. George Soros is upset. He he said that everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. George Soros, recent, this is from the Daily Caller because I couldn't get the uh, uh, actual Washington Post, Democracy Dies in Darkness uh, article without a subscription. Going to have to start paying for these stupid things. I know it. Um, or find them archived. I don't know. That'd probably be the easier thing to, to do. We, we run a tight ship over here at OIWD. Uh, you know. Uh, not not a not a lot of not a lot of money. We're but, Jews. Uh, yeah, you know that is true. Um, uh, that's that's one hundred percent true. George Soros recently lamented the rise of President Trump and anti-establishment parties across the globe, saying everything that could go wrong has go, gone wrong. Soros made the comment in an interview with the Washington Post published Saturday. He also said that he did not expect Trump's election, saying, "Apparently, I was living in my own bubble." Oh, really? Was it? Is it like a weird? Is it like a? Like a bathysphere bubble that keeps you like what? I mean, I don't know. I, I I I'm not. I think that George Soros maybe goes to sleep in a bubble, and that way he can just stay alive somehow. It's just like the blood of of Gentile children. Like the activist billionaire uh, also made the bizarre claim that President Trump would be willing to destroy the world. Soros has become known for using his immense powers and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so they don't go too much into it, unfortunately. And I can't get the stupid article up because it was a good, uh, it, w- it was a good uh, little, it was a good little, oh, wait, here. No, there it is. Oh, no, now they're telling me I got to pay for it. Fuck you. I'm not. Check our archive. I'm sure it's there. Eh, it's a little late. Oh, well. But um, I just love the idea that our buddy George is uh, coming on hard times. He's he's basically admitting. What, I mean, you remember he's uh, trying to get some uh, uh, judges elected over in California so that they can just you know let minorities run amok. Uh, all of this, the, and the guy makes no. Um, he 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 doesn't like make any excuses at all. Like I mean, he says like this is the, the world that I want to see, and I'm going to use my vast wealth to do it. Also, if I need, if I have to destroy some countries and some people along the way, no big deal. Um, but I, I love that, uh, you know, you're seeing the rise of uh, populist nationalist um, uh, parties all across the world. And that's just really got to rub him the wrong way. He, you got to remember he has been working uh, on this for years, you know, and he, he, it's, it's neat that he would say that he's living in a, apparently he was living in his own bubble. He had to know that he was so far removed from, uh, you know, everything he, he had to know that's, that's how he remains safe. He's far removed from everything. He gets to live in his own bubble. That's what billionaires get to do. And he was floating on high, moving his hand through his through his dollars and his various uh, organizations and shell companies and all of that to gather more wealth so that he could see the world in the way that he wanted to wanted it to be, which is this open borders mess. Uh, he's one of these people that wants to destroy the United States, and he doesn't care about you. You know that. I mean, I don't have to sit here and preach to the choir. You know, George Soros isn't uh, a good person. 
but boy howdy does it just does it get me nice and fucking rock hard knowing that he's uh he's having a little trouble he said he was gonna have to retool his strategies he's gonna have to try i mean he's not going away but he apparently the way that he's been trying to uh trying to do it is just well it's just not working and that's just uh it's great and he's only one of many is the problem he's only one of many who want to see the united states fall and uh i don't know spicky i mean could we hope for better news outside i mean even when he dies he's got uh what is it eric uh you know his son that's going to be doing all of this same shit and but um, he's got a couple yeah. sons yeah they're they're real pieces of work but i mean could we hope for any better news than this like george soros admitting his plan is failing that means we're winning yeah, I think it's the first time we've actually heard him like kind of admit defeat. I mean, he spent a lot of money during the Arab Spring. Uh, the Turkish coup the last time. Uh, he's funded all sorts of fucking just ridiculous fucking things to uh, undermine democracy. To hear him finally be like, well, I guess... Black Lives Matter didn't work because you can't really control them. Uh, that looked really terrible for him, by the way. That was fucking comical. Just, uh, here, let's give a bunch of black people some money. We'll set them up with a protest. And uh, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> oh, shit. They burnt down cities. Yeah, they fucking ruined a bunch of shit. Who would have thought? Uh, yeah, this is, it's great hearing him. You know he's squirming. You know it. Uh the, the the thing that I read out of this is maybe like he kind of he might be afraid of like and you know he's not done he's not going to ever stop until he's dead or in prison which I believe he's under investigation I think he has been for a long time sure. uh, the FBI is listening it's not hard to find it's <laughs> right there uh, there's a lot there just. Uh, Open your eyes. It's really not difficult. Um, well, the New York Times, I think it was, did something recently where they're like, hey, George Soros has shell corporations and uh, shell companies and shit. And the thing that tipped him off was he uh, apparently um, uh, like owns uh, so, some like stock in uh, a racehorse. And they were like, wait a second. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. But like, recently, really? that's, the, that's what got you. You recently, fucking journalist scum. Yeah, it was the New York Times. You know what I saw recently? What? Like, I think it was today or yesterday. For the first time in a long time. I saw it today, actually. I don't know when this took place. It was real recent, though. For the first time in a long time, lots of shareholds in the New York Times were sold. Guess to who? George Soros. He bought $3 mm. million worth of shares in the New York Times. Funny you should mention that because he's like, well, they're not going to write another hit piece about me now because... I own a large chunk of the company or a chunk of the company. That's what he does, man. It's so fucked up. Like, like he's probably going to buy the daily caller now. Oh, I don't think they'd sell the daily caller was, uh, was started by Tucker. Um, then he's going to uh, kill him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that might be a thing that he does. Uh, you know, I mean, it was, I, I don't know. Uh, I just, this guy, man, it's, it's good to, it's nice to see your enemies, uh, completely demoralized and, uh, just, just kind of broken. Um, because, you know, he had to, he had to look at the election of, uh, of Trump and then the, the rise of all of these, 
uh, nationalist right wing parties throughout the world. And just it had to get to him, you know, oh, yeah. but I mean, he has all the money in the world. He's going to keep he's going to keep doing it. I just I love that it, it definitely had to get to him. I love it. I think it's really funny. Um, but, you know, he's not the only one. And that black guy that we let run everything for a little while. Well, Obama secretly met with 2020 contenders. You know, after you're president, you're supposed to go the fuck away. Say what you want about uh, George W. Bush, but he went the fuck away. All right. That's what you're supposed to do. But you know what? Obama, he moved into a house in D.C. He bought he brought that Planet of the Apes bitch with him uh, and, uh, you know, his husband, Michael. Uh, and they said, oh, it's, you know, we're waiting for whatever that one of the little kids to finish school. That's, that's not why we know that's why he was immediately out there just railing against the administration and all of this. He's still heavily involved. He's meeting with potential 2020 contenders. Um, that's, uh, including, I mean, these, this is, this is who they've got here, guys. This is, this is who he's meeting with supposedly, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and then Joe Biden is the only one that I would say, okay, hold on. You know, Elizabeth Warren, she'll never be able to stand up uh, to the scrutiny. She'll never be able to stand up uh, on a debate stage against Donald Trump. Uh, Bernie Sanders, he's just too fucking old. And he turns on, it's, he doesn't have the momentum that he used to. Uh, and he betrayed a lot of his, um, his base um, when, uh, when he endorsed Hillary Clinton and all yes, of that. You know, so they're not going to be as on board. And a lot of those guys, a lot of the Bernie Sanders guys, that's one thing that Richard Spencer is actually correct on is a lot of those Bernie bros are coming our way. Um, and a lot of them did immediately as well, which was, OK, I, you know, I was a Bernie person. Now I'm a Trump person because I want to throw a grenade in the system. I want to see it all uh, change in one way or another, because economics was never really like too terribly important to these people. And that's all Bernie really ran on was free shit. And then when he wasn't around, okay, I fucking hate Hillary. And what's Trump doing? Well, he's just not like all those other, uh, you know, all those other people. Cause remember it was supposed to be Hillary and Jeff and then Hillary was, was going to win. Um, but it, uh, it, it, the meetings took place in Obama's private office in Northwest DC, not far from where the former president and his family currently live. The discussions have reportedly focused on what the democratic party should, uh, focus on during the election and what should be larger distractions to its effort uh, and what would be larger distractions to its efforts. Dude, man, I really want Obama's fingers in the Democrat pie. Honestly, uh, if he's trying to say, okay, this is what we should run on. Uh, people are tired of Obama's shit. You know, Van Jones, that was what he said. This was a white lash against the black president. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, uh, it, it was with your ridiculous uh, politics with your ridiculous fucking minority umbrella, this this rainbow uh, nation of of a party and all of that. You forgot that the majority of the country, at least for now, are still white people. And I'd like to see what they're going to run on in 2020. We've had this discussion. How many times have we fucking had this discussion, Spicky, where we were just like, they have nothing to run on. What are they going to run on? Yeah, it's at least once a week for the last three months. I think we've talked about it maybe briefly or a little bit in the after show. We talk about it all the time, you and I do. Just like, well, this is embarrassing when, you know, you send me stuff sometimes. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. Like, they're fucked. They are fucked. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, I don't think Sanders is going to run. Sanders is so old, and you know he's not healthy. You know, he just, he looks like death. 
Uh, he's I, I did see Alex Jones was chasing him around in an airport, uh, which was funny. Uh, <laughs> did you see that video? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty fucking comical. <laughs> God, Alex uh, Jones is a fucking riot. He's great. He's our boss. That's uh, that's why we fully endorse uh, Infowars, and uh, you should get some uh, brain force. Uh, some super male vitality, and then our new supplement. Uh, it's uh, called uh, Dick Get Big. Uh, it's uh, it's a performance enhancing um, pill, and uh, you know, yeah. So so check that out in the uh, Infowars Health Store. Uh, Dick Get Big, right to Brighton's Dick Get Big. Um, it'll it'll be there. It'll be there soon. We're still tweaking the formula. But some of our dicks were already big. We don't need that, Brighton. <laughs> so. Uh, you can oh, promote that all you want. I'm gonna stay out of that. <laughs> I don't need the money that bad. I got no shame, but uh, I don't want my hands in that. Oh man! But uh, <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a hell of a supplement, guys. But you know, it, it says here down the bottom. It's kind of uh, worth worth noting. Republicans are trailing Democrats in fundraising. The DCCC has raised over 150 million in the 2018 election cycle compared to the uh, the RNC. Um, or the Republican National Congressional Committee, roughly uh, 121.5 million. You know what's great? You guys can spend all the money you want. I've seen what you spend it on. You're you're, you're buying pepper spray for that guy in Colorado to, to spray in his face. Like, please, by all means. Um, and I, geez, how how much how much did Hillary spend? It was like five times more than the Trump campaign. I mean, it was it was completely ridiculous. So they can they can do all of that all they want. Uh, and I'd like to see that donor list, but I don't know. I, 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 um, I guess I'm not surprised that Obama would be, uh, you know, hanging around in this, but it, it sure is funny. Who's going to, he's like the darling of their party. You know, uh, before Trump, the Republicans were all up Reagan's ass for years. And, you know, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a Reagan guy, you know, uh, seeing what he ended up doing. Um, you know, it was not good, but people loved him at the time. And he was, you know, an outsider candidate that, uh, you know, cowboy from California type of thing and uh, an actor and all of that, like the the uh, Back to the Future um, line. You know, who's president? Ronald Reagan, the actor. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, that, he's like the darling of their party. They, they, they look at him like this was what a time to be alive. Uh and we know Obama was a fucking asshole. He was a complete retard, and uh, he, he was embarrassing. Honestly, he was a really embarrassing and divisive president. So, I hope they keep doing it, man. I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing: is with the trajectory that they're on now, and that really Obama kind of started, or at least the DNC. I, I'm not really entirely sure. Was the LGBTQ community? Uh, parading fucking queers down the street, and which whatever I honestly don't care. Keep your gay shit away from me. Uh, I don't want your AIDS. Stay away from me. But I don't want all I'm, these fucking. I don't want all these fucking flags all over downtown Cincinnati for a month. Right? Like you know, I'm not, just, saying, I'm not saying kill all the gays. That's not what I'm saying. Which is what uh, some people apparently believe in. Okay, <laughs> what what I am saying is. They are pushing this farther and farther and farther and farther. So now they add a P in there. With their current trajectory, where they're literally normalizing pedophilia, or they're trying to, 
that is the ground where a lot of people who are uh, not perverts, centrists, maybe they're borderline, somebody's going to slip up and they're going to mention this during a campaign. And then the shit is going to hit the fan. They're finally going to realize, because we all know it, they've been doing this for uh, a couple years now. They've been hard hard on pushing pedophilia, normalizing it, allowing it to happen, parading little kids around during gay pride events, uh, strapping dildos to them and uh, promoting them fucking cross-dressing and shit like that. Little nine-year-old boys, stuff like that. It's going to get to a point where they are going to slip up during a debate or a campaign rally on national TV and the fucking boomers and the 18-year-olds that are fucking just getting to vote for the first time who have bought into all this bullshit because they've been fed their shit in school, they're finally going to realize, like, no, that's, that is too fucking far. What that's going to do is that's going to allow them to start digging further and further. They're going to find out exactly what a lot of us did once we got out of high school was a lot of their policies are not for the betterment of the country, for the people in the country or anything like that. They are for the betterment of lining their own fucking pockets and just promoting this disgusting fucking degenerate shit that once they normalize this, man, there's no turning back from it. It pisses I, me off to the point. I don't, I don't think that, talk about I don't think that we're, I mean, if, if, if uh, we had not won uh, in 2016, um, I, I think we'd be a lot closer to that, honestly. Uh, but I, yeah. I think they they're 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 not gonna they're not gonna let anybody that progressive get any type of uh, nomination or anything like that. I mean, they're not that stupid. They're pretty dumb, but I I, I don't see that uh, at least not in the the foreseeable future of like a candidate getting on stage and be like, "Yeah, man, pedophiles, they're a okay." Well, besides that one fucker running in Virginia, who's like, "I'm a pedo," you know, like, "Geez." Well, well, they run fucking absolutely retarded people. Nancy Pelosi is a fucking idiot. Maxine Waters is a fucking idiot. Uh, they just kind of go along with like, oh, "I heard this today. It sounds like a really good thing to go talk about." Elizabeth Warren's the same way, and they just. They're either really, really, really fucking retarded, or they just hear stuff, bits and pieces, and they're like, yeah, yeah, pedophilia is great. Go fucking kidnap kids and shit like that. Like, you know, that's they're that dumb. Uh, like, if Elizabeth Warren gets the nomination, could you fucking imagine? I, I, just I don't, the I don't dumb see shit. I don't see it happening. I don't know, but no, um, it'll have to be Biden. Biden is honestly the only one that could probably save their party at this point yep. as far as the nomination goes maybe maybe like Cory Booker or whatever but i mean no, that you, guy's a you know fucking idiot well you know who it might be is uh the uh, former ceo of starbucks uh schultz oh. um yeah, I think they they could possibly run him um i don't know how well it would work but uh i don't know i mean we'll just kind of have to wait and see but um let's see let's let's get right along here uh let's get right along here Right to Brighton. Exposing the nose. 
So you've got two immigration bills uh, going in next week for a vote. All right. Let me tell you, uh, you got one that's uh, the, the uh, Chicago Tribune is calling hard right. Uh, and then one that's, uh, you know, not not so much. Um, you know, one of them's like, okay, dreamers. The other is like, Hey, not so dreamers. And, uh, you know, they, uh, uh, it'd be like, okay, maybe some dreamers, but, uh, in exchange for that, we want, uh, funding for the border wall. And the, the important thing to remember guys is both of these are going to fail. Um, these are never, these are never going to go through. Um, but, uh, Chicago uh, Tribune here says that both bills, uh, uh, let's see, representative Warren Davidson, uh, from Ohio says, uh, if both bills lose, at least you know where everyone stands. Uh, he's a member of the hard right House Freedom Caucus. Yeah, yeah, the, that the hard right over in the Freedom Caucus with their fucking black helmets on, and I see them with the uh, tiki torches and stuff all the time. You know that bastard Rand Paul. You know walk, walking in around, walking around with his with his white polo and khakis. Uh, you know what a dick. But the the important thing to remember is uh, don't get discouraged next week when. These neither of these things happen. Um, you do want to watch where people vote, though. Uh, if somebody votes for the wall, even if there is, you know, supposed, uh, you know, pathway to citizenship for the dreamers, at least they're voting for the wall. Now, remember, both of these are going to fail. They're not going to happen. All right. There's they, they have no support from the Democrats at all on either one of these things. They will fail. There's no way that it's ever uh, ever going to happen. You need to watch for who wants to fund the wall. Um, you're not going to do. You're not going to get any dreamers or anything like that. So I need you to just that real quick piece on on that. Um, you know, it uh, it's don't don't lose your shit when <laughs> when you see what happens. Okay, but this was a real shocking thing. Speaking of the dreamers, this was really what I wanted to talk about. Uh, because I know that we've C-spanned you guys to death over the last like hour and a half. Uh, uh, and, you know, sorry. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, we've got some funny stuff at the end, I promise. But we're trying to be informative, you know. Uh, this comes from Washington Examiner. 54% of alien children, teen, uh, teens on welfare, nearly half for adults. More than half of all non-citizen children and teens in the United States are receiving taxpayer-funded welfare, mostly Medicaid, which nearly half of all non-citizen adults legally uh, in the uh, legally in the country are illegal. Oh, you guys got to send shit to the editor, man. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Okay, no, it's fine. I understand. Um, so the the uh, you know people that are here on like visas and shit, they're on welfare, uh, according to a new report. In a just-released study uh, of welfare use by U.S.-born citizens, naturalized citizens, and non-citizen aliens, the Migration Policy Institute found that of the 22 million non-citizens in the country, 10.3 million are on at least one welfare program. The report said that 54.2% of children and teens, teens up to the age of 17 re, uh, receive at least one of four major public welfare benefits, while it's 46.3% of those aged 15 to 54 and 47.8 for older uh, aliens. By comparison, 32% of, US, of the U.S.-born population of 270 million receives some welfare you know okay of those 45.8 percent are children and teens 30 percent are aged 18 to 54 and 22.5 percent are age 55 and older so 
take this article from the description, and the next time somebody says that immigrants are good for the economy, uh, which another great argument is like, really, you like you know paying like you, you like paying just brown people like nothing, like you just you like slavery, like okay, that's that's neat. Your little indentured servitude, that, you know, good to know. Are you sure you're not uh, sure you're not hard right? You want to go join the Freedom Caucus? Um, <laughs> but that, I mean, what does that tell you? We know we went over uh, last episode. Uh, you know, one in five of the people in prison are illegal aliens. Um, you've got these fucking illegals just soaking up welfare. These are reports we never would have seen had, uh, or at least wouldn't have been out uh had we lost in 2016 but is there any defense anymore for these people i mean i don't blame the people themselves obviously they you know if there's free shit you gotta go if you hear there's a party with an open bar you're more likely to go over there than stay at home and pay, and pay to drink you know but again spicky these 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 staggering numbers that we keep finding that keep popping up just show what a drain these illegal sons of bitches are to all of us that, uh, you know, d- 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 are just trying to work, just trying to get by. It's, I mean, they're, they're a danger. They're leeching. It's horrible. Who are, I mean, what's, what's the point of these people? Uh, the people who support them are the ones that sit at home on their fucking ass all day. Don't work. And they sit there and be like, ah, I actually make more money than I would if I took that shit job the illegal has. That's yeah. the, that's pretty much it. That those are the people who support this shit. Uh, it, it's staggering the numbers that just now they're coming out. They're fucking, they're pouring out by the seams. I mean, it's it's constant now. Why well, I, I mean, don't get why people would fucking how they could possibly sit here and be like, no, this is a huge humanitarian thing. This is great. No, literally, they come here and commit a bunch of crimes. They don't give a fuck about your country. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't respect your country. They don't respect you, your personal space, your children, or any of that shit. I mean, fuck these people. Well, and you got to remember too. You know, this is, uh, uh, you know, th- this is this is where like uh, you know Medicaid is uh, one of the programs with Social Security that is supposed to you know just uh, just go belly up in the next few years. Stuff that I've been paying into my entire adult life that I'm not you know not able uh, not able to get. Um, I, I they're just a drain, you know. And and I don't know. I I would hope that this would get more uh, more play you know, on, uh, uh, on TV and, you know, things like that. Like, I mean, yay. Thank you, Washington examiner for, uh, for, for printing this, but I mean, dude, but before I sent this link over to you, I mean, it, like had we, I hadn't seen this, this came out June 12th. I mean, I had never seen any numbers on it. I knew that it was bad. Uh, and it was bad a few years ago. Um, but like over, over half of these people are doing what? So, I don't know. It just needs it just needs more play. I think it needs more. Um, this is this is one that you can you can get out there on Twitter and send to people. You know, just search for like half hashtag save DACA or uh, you know anything like that, and find the people that are saying you know uh, you know immigrants help us and help our economy and you know all of that. And send them this and just be like, okay, well here's what these uh, here's what these uh, non citizens 
are uh, are doing. They're a drain. They're a drain. Because let's think about it. Honestly, like they're not exactly typically smart people, you know. Um they show it's our fault for giving it out. If we didn't give it out, they a lot of them would just leave. You got to make it punitively uh expensive to to even even consider employing an immigrant, let alone just like giving them shit. If we just if we cut the fucking cord, they'll leave. Again, to use the party reference, like if somebody's like kegs dry, every, people are leaving. They're leaving. They're not going to stick around. And yeah, these people aren't going to stick around and help us clean up. But at least they're gone. They're not lighting fires in your fucking kitchen anymore. I don't know. I don't know, man. That seems like a quick one. You got uh, you got anything else on that? Uh, it gets old. It's kind of wearing on you. It wears on you more the more statistics you see. The more numbers that come out, it's kind of like, why? I mean, we've known for a while, but how do how do people still support this? How do you live with yourself knowing you're just literally draining the economy, draining your kids' future? They hate they they hate white people first of all, uh, especially white men. Uh, that has a lot to do with it. You know, that's because that's the society that has has kind of been created. Is it's perfectly fine to do that? And like, let's blame white men, uh, straight white Christian men, especially uh, for everything that honestly the Jews do. But you know, uh, it's. You know, and and that guilt, it's that um, it's that 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 guilt of like we're America, we're supposed to uh, you know pay attention to what some uh, poem written by a Jewish fella uh, is on the Statue of Liberty over there in in that city that we ought to just like get rid of entirely anyway. Uh, it's 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 that. I mean, and the media has worked very hard to say like, look at these poor people; they're here to like try to work and all of that, and like, okay. Um, don't we have more open jobs than people in the country right now? And what you're, you're going to be on welfare probably. Yeah. Okay. And then they're going to be like, well, that's because, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for the day. They, they would have to commit identity theft. It's like, oh, that's another thing they do a lot too. So just to, you know, work, uh, these people aren't innocent. Like, I think it's a fantastic article to, um, to spread out there. Uh, and just, yeah, find hashtag save DACA or like dream hashtag dream act or something like that. And, uh, you know, send that one around, send that one around and see what they, uh, don't, don't send the article at first, tell them the stats first. And when they, when they ask for a source, bam, hit them with a the source. Cause then they look foolish and never, ever, ever underestimate making your enemies look fucking foolish. It's, it's nice. It's a lot of fun, but yeah, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on, uh, move on to the next thing. Cause I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking know. Vital insight from a neat and an eighty-eight dollar suit. Big news: U.S. top courts uh, court backs Ohio voter uh, voter purge. Democrats blast ruling. So this came out of my state of Ohio. Uh, what they wanted to do, and now it's they're allowed to do. If you don't vote for two years, they send you a letter. And if you don't respond to that, if you don't vote for uh, four more years, for a total of six years, then they take you off the voter registration. I know that I have talked to you guys about this on a couple different occasions. It's like, and it's it's difficult to do. But when you leave a state, you've got to actually go back and unregister to vote. All of these voter registrations, they, they don't just carry over. They're, they're not all one big system or anything like that. 
um, which I guess could have like some security benefits and, and what have you. But uh, yeah, you're still there, which I've told the anecdote uh, a few times uh, when I was living in California uh, during the 2016 election. I got like several ballots just from people that used to live there that I'm sure they gave up on their dreams and they went back, you know, to the Midwest like me. And I, you know, this this is of course, the Democrats are going to blast the ruling. And, you know, you got Sotomayor. Uh, who said, uh, you know, this was disenfranchisement of minority and low income Americans. I love when they are, when they just come right out and the Democrats do this all the time. I love when they come out and they're like, well, listen, look, blacks are too stupid to know how to vote. And it's like, uh, well, you know, I mean, if that's true, I personally don't believe that, but you know, it's, uh, and you know that I'm not a big fan of blacks, but, uh, I'm pretty sure that they could like bring their fucking license to vote. Uh, I have enough faith in them to do that. They can bring it to get malt liquor. So I think they could probably bring it to vote. <laughs> I think they could handle it. But the reason that the Democrats love uh, having a lot of dead people uh, and people not in the state is, guys, they love to cheat. Remember, unless we blow them out and in these elections, they always find the votes. They always find the votes in the mail ends and stuff. Typically, you know, it's in the back of, uh, you know, uh, a fucking Sebring or something in the parking lot. They're like, oh, just found all these votes to put our guy over the edge. You know, yay. They always find the votes like they did. Um, uh, like they did with old Roy Moore there, you know, like they uh, it was like 300,000 sassy black women showed up in, in heels uh, that barely supported the weight of their their uh, hippopotamus bodies. And, uh, you know, there you go. Um, that this is this is what you know, this is what they do. But this means since Ohio can do it, not every state's going to do it, obviously. Like, I mean, you're not going to see California doing this, but uh, yeah, other states are going to do this here. So it was a 5-4 uh, decision, um, but uh, the, the high court overturned the lower court's ruling that Ohio's policy violated a 1993 federal law enacted to make it easier to register to vote. All four liberal justices dissented, and top Democrats said the decision will boost what they called the Republican voter suppression efforts. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're trying, to, we're trying to stop dead people from voting. Like, ah, shucks. You know, They're fucking us. <laughs> It's weird how people die and they immediately become Democrat, dude. Like, it's wild. Um, but, but this lifetime, is... Lifetime to, uh, Republican voter till his funeral. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where he got fucking blackpilled starting voting for fucking Democrats. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I definitely see uh, that this could be, this could be a, a, a real nice... Uh, you know, step in the right direction. I mean, some other states do this uh, already, but, you know, like the Ohio court was like, you can't do that. And, uh, well, we can, bitch. So I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty good. Um, I do think, like, is anybody ever going to see the, like, the, the hypocrisy or, like, just the the, the strangeness of, like, uh, you know, oh, well, voter ID is racist and, uh you know, like, um, yeah, you're getting people who haven't voted for six fucking years. Like, we give you a whole presidential cycle there, too. You know, it's it's not like, okay, midterm, midterms, a lot of people don't vote. You guys got to remember, too. But, you know, midterms, people don't vote. Sometimes that's fine. Um, but, you know, I mean, everybody typically, I mean, well, not everybody, like less than half the country votes, uh, even for president. But, you know, you just it's not even saying like you need to vote in, in, in like anything in particular, like if there's just a ballot measure, you're particularly, uh, you know, passionate about like, dude, bro, we got to legalize weed, man. 
uh, you know, you do that or like, oh, I don't want them raising taxes on my, on my malt liquor. You know, I, I, I don't know. I keep the Obama phone. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It could be, it could literally be anything is what I'm saying. But it, when are, when are people going to like, just, it's funny to me. Like, it's just funny to me. And I'm not going to be like, oh, Dems are the real racist. I'm the real, we're the real racist. Like we're the real racist. Right. But like, what a dumb fucking excuse. Like, ah, man, if you, uh, if you don't, if you get them off the voter rolls, then, um, then what, then what? And I, I just love it. I, I hope that we see, uh, we see a lot more of this. Um, but you know, of course you get the minority, uh, uh, you know, Sotomayor, uh, just bitching about it. It's really fucking funny. I, I hate these fucking people, dude. They're just absolute trash. Yeah, it's it's getting old. It is, dude. Like I, I feel like we harp on the same stuff just constantly. And like it's tiring. I'm not even sure if it's good radio. It's just fucking tiring. You know, I ugh, I don't know. This is right to Biden. At least listen to a podcast on the internet. So Again, something else we've talked about before. Um, California, to split into three states, is on the November ballot over there. And it's been a while since we talked about this. And this was, this was kind of a big one that I wanted to get into. Just because you can say, okay, this is a good thing or this is a bad thing. Because you could say it's a good thing because it uh, would break up the Electoral College votes a little bit. Uh, if you look at how they... Um, how they want to structure it. Uh, basically you get like the whole coastal thing there with the whole Los Angeles and what, what have you. And then you've got another state is, uh, is, uh, you know, the big part. I mean, it's, it's something if you've been listening for a while, I mean, I would say this is about, geez, dude, that was probably like what, six months ago. We were talking about that. Uh, when we first found out about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, um, it's the cow three effort. The, this, this is, first of all, it's never going to happen. Uh, and I'm going to explain to you why this would never happen. And it's not just because it borders, it's like kind of secessionist-y. Uh, and it would absolutely spur other states to try to do the same thing, like Eastern, Western Washington. They would immediately be like, well, fuck you. No, fuck you. Well, let's do what, what California did. Um, a bad thing that could potentially happen is, you know, you could end up with more uh, Democratic senators. You know, which is something that I maybe, maybe, I think a lot of you guys don't understand exactly how divided California really is. Um, you could, there's, there's, there's red parts there. There's definitely red parts there. But more importantly, you got to remember what this would entail. Yeah, they would need more, more fucking senators. They would have to make whole new fucking governments. Do you realize what the run on, like trying to get things to sway your way would be from both parties and weird third, like third party things. And like just George Soros would be over there. You'd have, you know, you'd, you'd just have all kinds of money. Just be, I mean, hell it might save California's economy, honestly, but it would become this giant political battle. It's a mess. It would be a total mess. They'd have to be creating whole new state governments. Cause I mean, you got to remember they wouldn't, they'd have to come up with new districts. They'd have to redo everything. It's not like they would just be like, ah, well, there you go. You know, we're going to cut it off like that. Can't do it. Just wouldn't fucking work. Now, I don't even know, like, if they would need new, uh, if, if they need new, like, you know, telephone things. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Like the whole, you know, area. Code numbers. I don't know. I mean, 
Probably not, but uh, who knows? But more importantly uh, than that, can you imagine the pandemonium that would take place as both sides are just trying to get power in two, well, I guess three new states? And what that would mean, I mean, it it would, another thing that would be good about it is it would be a nice way to possibly offset uh, the demographic change in Texas. Well, let's see. What if uh, what if the the, the Eastern California state uh, doesn't want to be a sanctuary state of which California itself is, um, you know, you're getting uh, getting that nice lawsuit. But that's going to be dragged out for a very long time. Well, then all of the uh, all of the uh, dishwashers are going to run and crowd into, you know, the Los Angeles uh, area that that California state. They tried this before. They wanted to create six different states. That didn't work. You know, they wanted to do Calexic, which honestly I think is a more reasonable, uh, more reasonable proposal just because of what would have to go in to creating these, these all new states. You'd need new governors. Like, you know, you know that they even even like uh, like anywhere where people were elected officials already, they'd have to start over. It's a new state. Fuck you. They'd have to start over entirely. Chaos would ensue. So I know it's fun to dream about and stuff, and it's something I wholeheartedly fucking support. Like if you're in California, oh, my God, vote for this. And guys, even if they even if it did happen, it still has to get uh, congressional approval. And that, like I said, for the reasons I've mentioned, that ain't never fucking happening. Sure would be fun to watch, though, right, Spicky? Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of this. Uh, I mostly want to see it for the entertainment value of watching uh, <laughs> what would probably ultimately be some sort of a fucking war in California that would just break out of a bunch of dildo-toting homos and uh, a bunch of gun nuts in Northern California. I'd... I'd I'd love that. I think it'd be fucking phenomenal. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a huge fan of this. I think it'd be great. It's never, ever, ever going to happen. The We may gain another state in Puerto Rico, which I doubt, but you're never going to see a state divided up. That's not going to happen. Uh, it's just not, it's not feasible. Not now, not in the current year. Uh and as time goes on, it's going to be less and less possible. It's not, it's never going to happen. Uh, man, the chaos though. Could you imagine? Dude, could like, you imagine I- just like, yeah, we're three states now. Oh, okay. Who's, who's doing what? Eh, nobody really knows. Well, uh, Herman uh, brought this up to me when we were discussing this last night a little. Uh, and he was like, well, the way it's set up, like illegals that wanted to come in from Mexico, They'd have to come in via boat, which means that would be bad for them because, well, you got the fucking, uh, you know, you got the Coast Guard. And I, I don't know. I don't think that the people on Catalina Island really want a bunch of, uh, you know, rafts of uh, Chicanos uh, coming by and ruining their beautiful view and shit. Like it would be just the whole world would fall apart. Like, the, I mean, it's just it would be a disaster. It would be actually be a disaster for the country. Uh, that's why, I mean, it'll never happen, but like, it would just, it would just change everything. It would be so fucking funny. Yeah, I would be, I would be 
highly entertained. Just, you know, that the coastal region of Southern California from the Bay Area down to LA, it would be like, yeah, we'll we'll take these fucking immigrants in. Absolutely no fucking problem. And it would just be this giant clusterfuck. And I think at that point is when they'd realize they had fucked up seriously. Like they just sorry, go ahead. They they just couldn't support them. There's no fucking way. I mean, they could barely do it now. I mean, if it isn't for the fifty percent fucking tax on everything they have, there they they could barely manage at this point. But imagine being a. Ta- I mean, aside from Silicon Valley, there's hardly any industry along that California coast. Who do you think's more likely to vote for this, though? Um, like the uh, cosmopolitan coastal. Uh you know, LA types or, uh, you know, the sand farmers out there and, uh, in, in like Riverside, you know, that are just like, okay, I hate this ridiculous tax that I'm paying. Cause they're, they're paying the same state taxes, uh, as you know, the, the, the people in, in the cities out there and they do not make money. Um, you know, I, 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 uh, had looked it up the, um, California's first district up, uh, up North, the median income is like, uh, so like $30,000. You know, I don't know how you'd live in California on that. I mean, they just they can't afford to leave, you know. So I wonder I wonder who is going to be pushing for this more where that's something we're going to have to pay attention to is like who's putting money into this besides this Draper fella. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume it's going to be the uh, avocado farmers and it's going to be the, the Lay's potato chip plant that's out in the middle of East fucking bum fucking California that you drive for miles and miles and miles. You just happen to come across it on the way to Las Vegas. It's really fucking weird, but uh, like it, it was the weirdest fucking thing. There's just nothing. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, Lay's potato chip plant. Uh, it's kind of fucked up. I, I think it's going to be those types more than, I mean, realistically, the, the you know the coastal elites they're they they're not going to pay any less tax. You know, they're not gonna they're not gonna get the the benefit of not having the uh, hardworking class also providing for them and for their infrastructure in the cities and the the highways, which are mostly down the coast of California or between the cities, which will ultimately be part of the shithole California if the, the this does theoretically happen. So I I, I mean I, I think it would be the the inner inner portion of California, Northern California, shit like that. I mean they can have San Diego. We'll give that as a toss in. <laughs> it uh San Diego's so much nicer than than Los Angeles though. And they're not as uh they're not as bad. I mean you know. Yeah, but if it, if if it's gonna if it's a deal breaker, they can have it. You know, they we'll just toss it in. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, before before we go, um, did you hear about the uh, uh, Jerry Jerry Brown, uh, the governor of California, just signed a thing? Um, it's uh, it's going to get ramped down to it's right now. I think it's 50. You can only use legally, supposedly, uh, you can only use 55 gallons of water a day. Um, and then, you know, they're going to ramp it down to like 45 or something over the next few years. Uh, but the funniest part was they made an exception for pools and fountains. So the fucking bourgeoisie, dude. 
<laughs> fucking just just get a pass on that. They're like, oh well, I mean, I don't want you to be without your pool, but these disgusting peasants, they uh, you know, they 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 don't mind if they smell bad. You get to choose between washing your clothes or taking a shower. They they like it. They like living in filth, you know? They like it. Look at them, they're having fun drinking yeah. malt liquor outside. Take a family shower, you fucking faggots. <laughs> All of you, your family of seven, squeeze your fucking ass in there at once because you get 55 gallons a day. What the fuck? Yeah, that is pretty fucked up. Uh, I just, I, man, I'm, it, water is pretty, even in a drought, water is pretty fucking plentiful here where I live. I love it. We get a little bit of rain. It fills the rivers and the streams back up almost immediately. I can't imagine living in a place where like pretty soon they're going to be killing over fucking water. I mean, they are. Let's face it. Like a gallon of water is going to be worth like 600 bucks in California in like five years. Well, that's the thing, too, is, you know, if they did break off into three states, you got to think about like uh, people would move to places where they don't fucking have to pay, you know, ridiculous things on water or whatever. What would that do to the car industry with standards? You know, because all cars have to be up to California's emission standards Uh, like there's there's just so many like there's just so many things to think about. I mean, you might get some of the Silicon Valley people like moving into states that don't tax them or moving into the other California states that don't tax them as much. It would just, it would be nuts. People would just be moving all over the place. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where that would, where that would be. I mean, I don't know if it would end up better or worse. I just know that, uh, trying to get it going would just be, uh, downright impossible just downright fucking impossible ideally a nuke would take care of the situation entirely or maybe a couple of them but well you know we, we you know we fixed that so we can't trump fucked <laughs> us on that one <laughs> uh um, yeah that's that's something to think about like you know like uh east california be like that nah, we control your water fuck that we're gonna build dams and uh we're gonna keep this shit thanks for uh Trying to limit us on 55 gallons a day a couple years ago, you fucking dicks. Payback is sweet. <laughs> it would, <laughs> Just it would imagine, fun. like, they're going to reroute all the rivers and shit. Be like, yeah, now you get no fucking water. Good luck, assholes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because, like, where does LA get its water from? I forget. It's, uh, it's like, oh, fucking. Damn. Yeah, well, no, it's like from fucking Arizona or some bullshit. Like, they no, actually import water. It's the Colorado River. There you go. Okay, sure. so from Colorado, so, yeah. Yeah like a it, it's a branch off the colorado and I, I i watched a whole documentary on this uh reservoir that they have to provide for la and it is just a fucked up deal like it's it's rather disgusting like it is it is not nice which you can imagine i mean it's fucking la but i, I forget where it is it's outside of la somewhere but it, it's just it's a cesspool man like it is it is fucking nasty I think it'd be hilarious just to fucking go over there with a few excavators and just drain that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you going to do now? Now you get fucking three gallons a day of water, faggots. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Um, well, I think we are, uh, we're about at that time. I know we, uh, speaking of, we see spandom again, dude. You know, we've been doing a lot of that recently. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I get complaints sometimes that we're either too C-spanny or not C-spanny enough, but you know, this is important guys. You gotta, you gotta understand. Um, we're uh, very, what were we called? 
Well, oh, what did, what did, what did the guy, very serious, uh, uh, serious political strategist with a podcast. Do you remember that one? That was, a, that was an old one. I forget who that was on Twitter. That was fucking hilarious. Probably Spectre. No, it wasn't Spectre. It was somebody making fun of me because, or like mad because I blocked them. And then I unblocked him because I read the thing and there was like, I can't believe that a, a serious political strategist with a podcast would block me. It's like, <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, I forget yeah, who it was. I mean, we ended up like being buddies or whatever afterwards. Like, I mean, I, I unblocked him and they were nice and shit, but uh, I just I thought that was funny as shit. Serious yeah, political somebody- strategist with a podcast. It was somebody. It was somebody I'm friends with too. I'm like, oh, really? Come on. No. I mean, I don't care. I watch you argue with people all the time. I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. I'm not getting involved. I don't give a fuck. And and people don't want me to get involved. People don't want to get dragged back and forth across Twitter. I mean, if you want to argue with me, you know what realm you're stepping into. There's no winning. It's not going to happen. But I will gladly pull your pants down and drag you down a road paved in dicks naked if you'd like. I mean, I'm fine with that. I don't care if that's what you want to come asking for. <laughs> you know, oh, and, but I, they, they, the right wing Twitter pretty much doesn't do that. They, they, they go to you instead. Which <laughs> I'm fine with. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. It was uh, pretty funny stuff. I, 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 oh yeah, another thing before we go here, since I know we're just, uh, I, we're just kind of dragging ass, and stick around for the post show, guys. It's going to be a short one, but uh, we will do a post show. Um, but I, I, I think I'm going to get kicked off of the Twitter here soon. Um, so I, I suspect it's some Spurg or some you know lefty person or somebody has been going through and uh, I guess reported my tweets where I was like complaining about my job. I was like, ah, oh, kill me, or like. Uh, the other one was like, uh, we should all just do drugs and then die. Um, so Twitter sends me, Twitter sends Amen. me, <laughs> Twitter sends me this thing and it's like, okay, so you need to verify your phone number, uh, delete the tweet. We're going to lock you out for 12 hours. But Hey, if you're feeling suicidal, here's a link to some resources for you. So Twitter says, oh, you're, fe- Twitter thinks I want to kill myself. Their solution is to stop me from communicating with people. <laughs> yeah. yeah put you in a fucking, put you in a dark hole. That, that's ultimately what they like. That's what they want. They want you to kill yourself, Bryden. Uh, I mean, well, ultimately, no, so- I guess if you do, that's on them. Like, okay, uh, like, hey, listen, if you're going to kill yourself, at least like don't send your uh, suicide letter on our platform. Thanks. We really don't want to be on the news. We've got a bad enough rap as it is. How about how about uh, you know? Here's some links to some uh, psychiatrist pages that are promoted. We'll pay them. Nope, fuck that. Cut him off. Let him go to a deep dark hole. We'll lock him out entirely, so we can't even fucking DM. And uh, maybe this faggot will kill himself. Who knows? Uh, I just thought that that was funny, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I assume that uh, this account will probably be gone soon, in which case probably won't be on Twitter for a little while. It's a little bit of a, a time sucker. You should um, probably say that you're not suicidal. You should probably make like a formal statement on that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, for the record, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not suicidal. Uh, um, I do have some information on Hillary Clinton, though. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought that was funny, man. 
Um, so yeah, I guess we'll, we'll, uh, go ahead and wrap up. We'll get the post show going here in a second. Um, thank you to everybody who, uh, tuned in this evening and thank you to everybody who's on their, uh, Thursday morning commute. Hopefully we made your, uh, day a little better and, um, you might've learned a thing or two. Remember, go out there and use this information to go ahead and fight some nerds on the internet, because that's really all that we, we hope for as we, uh, LARP as uh, radio, uh, serious political strategists with a podcast. Spicky, you got, you got anything to say? Uh, nope. Talk to you guys in a bit. All righty. We will uh, go ahead and see you on Sunday. Yeah.